I know you never dreamed that you would be in the place you are now, standing on shaky ground, living through the aftershock of your husband's infidelity. You're overwhelmed, confused, and the emotions, well, it seems like they are actually consuming you, overtaking you. And it doesn't seem possible to both hate and love him so much at the same time, but you find yourself oscillating between them so quickly. And if you're listening to this, I hope you're working with a trauma-informed counselor or a trauma-informed coach and that you have a support system in place. People, safe people who have come alongside of you to help you bear this burden. Betrayal is isolating. Betrayal is lonely, but you don't have to do it alone. Beautiful, you need a guide to hear you, and to help you process through the hurricane of emotions that keep coming, wave after wave that keeps overtaking you, blowing you off course and off center. Well, beautiful, I hope you're tending to your needs. I hope you're making space for your thoughts and your feelings, and I pray that you're spending time in the peace of the Lord's presence. But if you have not found a coach yet, a trauma-informed coach, I want to share with you really quickly This great testimonial that just came in, five-star rating from MJ, and she said, I am so grateful to work with Lisa as my one-on-one betrayal trauma coach. She has helped further my healing and helped me to find my truths, set healthy boundaries, and has helped me stay focused on God and who I am in Him. Through all of the pain and rejection that comes with betrayal, I am so blessed that I found her. She is such a blessing, and I'm finally on the road to recovery. MJ, thank you for that five-star review on Beauty Beyond Betrayal Coaching. I so appreciate that. And beautiful, if you are in need of a trauma-informed coach, I have some spots coming available. I have five available for the month of October. And I want you to know that when they're gone, they're gone. They go very, very quickly. But I'm opening up some extra spots for the month of October. And I would love for you to grab yours. I am offering a free 20-minute consult right now so that we can have a Google Meets together. We jump on. We find out where you are in the midst of this betrayal journey where you desire to be, and we talk about a plan that can be devised just for you so that you can move through the healing process, reestablish yourself once again as a woman of confidence, boldness, vitality, to become vivacious once again, to be that woman that God created you to be, full of joy, laughter, peace, and full of abundance. If that's you, beautiful, if you're ready to take back your life, then below in the show notes, I have that link for you. It is affairrecoveryplan.info, affairrecoveryplan.info. Click on that below, grab your free consult with me. Let's jump on and let's see if this coaching thing is right for you. If so, then we'll set you up and you can get started in the month of October. I can't wait to work with you. Stay tuned for the show. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? 
Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her, must have been my fault and this pain, it'll never go away until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Beautiful, welcome back to the broadcast today. I am your host, Lisa Limehouse, and I'm so glad you're here with me on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. We're gonna be talking about an impact letter today. What in the world is it? Should you do it? And what effect can it have? We're going to break that down. I did a broadcast not long ago on a full therapeutic disclosure. If you've not heard that episode yet, I have it linked below in the show notes. Make sure to go and take a listen to that. The impact episode we're doing today will probably make more sense to you if you've listened to that episode. So the impact letter follows the um, full disclosure generally speaking. I'm going to talk about that shortly. But if you have been just absolutely traumatized and you've come to a place where you have sought a full disclosure and your husband has given you the answers to all of the questions that you've asked for, then the impact letter is next on the radar for you. And if you've made it to that point in your affair recovery, then you've heard some probably some deep secrets that your husband still had not shared up until the full disclosure. And that can be uh, very dramatic in and of itself, and it can leave you reeling with impact. The truth does not just hurt in this case. Well, it's actually excruciating. So... Are you strong? Yes, you are. That's why you've come this far. And to be, you know, listening to the words that your husband was actually reading to you during that full disclosure, it takes a deep amount of strength. So I want you to know you're strong, beautiful. You've gotten this far. You're resilient. And I want you to keep putting one foot in front of the other, no matter how slowly the process goes one foot in front of the other. But if you've made it through the full disclosure, then next in line generally is 
an impact letter. Now this is for you to write. The full disclosure is for your husband to write. This is where he gives you all of the answers to your questions about the affair or the pornography use. The impact letter is actually what you write to him. So I want to talk to you about what that is, why you're writing it, and some other things. And in the next step of the affair recovery process, this is what you're going to be doing. This is intentional. You are actually writing this so that he knows how this has impacted your life. The impact letter is actually your opportunity to tell him how this has affected you, how his actions have really changed the course of your marriage and your life. And so take this as an opportunity to own your voice, to own the pain that you've been feeling. You know, you didn't give consent for the affair or the pornography use. You didn't know, and therefore you didn't have a voice when he was committing his infidelities. But now you do. Now this is your time to speak up. This is your time to let him know exactly how this has hurt you in the most grievous way possible. This is your opportunity to put into words the pain that you've been experiencing. You know, so much has been lost in the process of betrayal. And this is your opportunity to honor those losses by ensuring that they are seen, that they are known, and that they are felt. And the impact letter helps you to do that. So I kind of want to break this down for you in some steps so that you will know some of the ways that you need to kind of set your thought processes right to, to really put pen to paper and write an impact letter that's going to give your voice its voice, so to speak, okay? So these steps that I'm going to talk to you about... Um, I have about, let's see, five of them that I want to walk you through. They're going to kind of give you a structure. So grab your pen and paper, and we're going to walk through them. First, you want to inventory the impact, kind of from a bird's eye view, right? Kind of like you're watching it on the news. What the impact was in the totality of his infidelity or his pornography use. I want you to take an inventory of that. Okay, what was the impact? And I'm going to give you some examples, so hold on. Second, you're going to examine the damage that was done by his infidelity. Third, you are going to give your emotions a voice. Fourth, you're going to own your own needs. Fifth, you're going to finally put all of this together. All the pieces are going to come together, and you're going to now let your voice be heard. Now, I want you to breathe deeply because this can be hard when you are actually writing this out and it can cause a lot of emotion, okay? So when you're writing an impact letter, it's a process and that's okay. When you start this process, you may have to walk away from it. And a lot of times I tell women, don't do this in one swoop. Give yourself the grace to do this over a number of days and make sure you have alone time. Get somewhere where you're by yourself, your favorite park, um, you know, just get away somewhere, maybe a beach, maybe, you know, maybe you go away for the weekend. I don't know, but whatever works for you, 
get alone so you can have your thoughts, you can work on this, and give yourself the time to do it. Okay, let's break this down for you step by step. So step one was you inventory the impact, right? So first, you're going to create a list of areas of your life that have been affected by his infidelity or by his pornography use. Now, this is what I call brain dumping, okay? This is where you're going to grab your notebook and your pen, and you are literally going to sit down and allow that free flow of your brain to start. You're going to brain dump everything that comes forth, right? Everything that comes up when you're inventorying the impact of how this has had on you, you're going to start writing it down, okay? So this step may be extremely overwhelming for you as you allow yourself to kind of touch the places in your life that have been impacted. So again, take your time with this. So let me give you a couple of ways this could have impacted you just to kind of get the creative juices flowing. So it impacted your trust, your security, right? Your sense of believing his words and knowing that, you know, he was supposed to be this security. He was supposed to be the one you were in relationship with your entire life. There was going to be no third party, no cheating, no infidelity, none of that stuff, right? No pornography, but yet it was. So now the trust has been broken. The security that you had has been broken. Your safety has been just cracked. Another one, your marital connection. That bond you had with one another, communication, as it were, all of that has been broken, right? Both verbally and non-verbally. Then there's your emotional and mental health. You now have this instability in your life, emotionally and mentally. There's no balance, right? You thought you had control over your thought life, but now you have these intrusive thoughts that are running like a reel of a movie and they won't stop. So that's been upheaved. It's been impacted. Then there's your self-worth, right? You used to look at yourself as the image bearer of God with all these gifts and talents and abilities that were unique to you. But now you look at yourself in the mirror and say, well, what good am I? Like, I, 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 I'm at a loss for words. What good am I? Your self-worth has just been thrown out the window. Then there's the body image, right? Now you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you don't feel at home in your own skin anymore. You feel very uneasy within yourself. There's no peace there. You critique everything about yourself. Then there's your spirituality, your relationship with God. That's even been impacted because sometimes we sit there and say, God, how could you let this happen? You know, and we get angry with God. So yes, the betrayal has affected your relationship with God. Then it's impacted your children. You know, like we we start thinking about the emotional aspects of their lives if they were to know? Or what if we separate? What is that going to do to the children? Then there's your work and career life. It starts to affect how you perform at work. Then there's the extended family. We start thinking things about what is the family going to think? How am I going to let them know? Are they going to be for me or against me with the decisions that I make? Friendships are impacted. Friendships at church, at school, at work. Then there's your vulnerability where you used to be able to pursue him and enjoy sexual excitement with him. 
You can't be vulnerable in those ways anymore. You're probably not even being able to be vulnerable in the conversations that you have anymore. That's been impacted. Then there's the sexual intimacy, right? You don't have that ability because you've been wounded. Then there's your life story. You know, you thought your life was one way, but you find out that it isn't. You thought that the story of your life and the vision you had for your future was a certain way, but then you find out that it's not. It's impacted that. Then there's your witness or what I call your testimony, the God story of your life, which details your unique narrative of, you know, your relationship with Christ your relationship with your husband, all of this was supposed to be holy and sanctified and set apart as a, as a man of God and a woman of God. But now the fall has come into your life. The fall of man has hit you. Betrayal has hit you. And it's touched your very testimony. So all of these things have been impacted. Those are the areas of impact that you need to inventory and write down how it impacted you in those ways. Step two is to examine the damage that's been done. So once you've completed the areas of your life which have been impacted by his infidelity, next you're going to explain how. That word how. How each of these areas have been impacted or affected. So this is where you're no longer looking at it hovering above from the bird's eye view, but now you're on the ground. Like you are on the ground after the hurricane is hit and you're taking an assessment. You're, you're actually assessing or examining the damage that has been done. So this is where, you know, your trust has been broken, right? First and foremost, the trust. So since the trust has been broken, how has it been broken? An example could be, I can no longer believe what you are saying to me is true. And you can go on from there, right? Then there's the connection that has been affected, your body, your emotional and mental health, your story. Your story is a couple. The God story between the three of you. So you go through and you say how each of those areas were affected. Number three is this. You give your emotions a voice. This is step three. Now this step may be the most difficult for you. And this is because now you're going to assess the damage that's been done the pain that's been inflicted upon your heart, and you're going to give that pain a voice. You know, sometimes when we've been betrayed, we kind of bubble wrap our emotions. In other words, we we kind of numb out, we stay distant, we, we put the feelings aside and say, no, that feels too bad, I don't want to go there, it hurts too much. So we bubble wrap it, and we place it aside on a shelf somewhere. Well, this is where you have to unwrap it. You have to get the bubble wrap around those feelings discarded and you have to unearth them. Okay, You can't stay numb to feeling these things. We have to unearth the trauma, the feeling. And neuroscience shows that the brain processes emotional pain the same way it processes physical pain. No one likes hurting. I get that. And naturally, your brain will take you away from feeling that pain because it feels overwhelming, destabilizing, and it's all-consuming. But I want you to know that you have to feel it in order to heal it. I'm going to say that again. You have to feel it in order to heal it. In other words, 
you know, that unprocessed emotion is going to wreak havoc on your body and feeling through the emotions is going to cause you to release that trauma. That, that's why it's important for you to feel it because you don't need to stay stuck in the unprocessed emotions. Again, that'll wreak havoc on your body, on your mind. So unearthing those feelings, allowing yourself to process them and work through them is actually healthier. Now, this is where it can be very hard. It, it, it can really feel bad. I get it. But this is where I, I really want you to reconnect yourself with your body. Reconnect yourself with your feelings and let yourself start small. Dip your toes into that emotional pain, okay? You can look at that emotional pain as this huge ocean and just go to the shore and just dip your toe in at first, okay? And start to write about those emotions, about that pain. Because the reality is he needs to know about your suffering. He needs to know the pain that you're going through. Sometimes they can't see it through the sadness in your eyes. They can't tell whether it's sadness, whether it's anger, whether it's just hurt, whether you're just repulsed by them, whether it's fear or just numbness. They don't know. You have to put a voice to that pain. So all of your feelings, beautiful, you have permission right now to feel them. You have permission to write about the pain and the suffering that you've been going through. All of those are welcome and not one of them are wrong or bad. Your emotions are actually indicators. So listen and hear what they have to say to you and then write down what you're feeling. Your pain needs to be honored. It needs to be known, seen, heard, and felt. You deserve this, beautiful. So go through the areas. Take the time to write out what the emotions are, how you feel, the pain that you've been through, the pain of not being able to trust, connect anymore, the pain of not being able to talk to him the way you used to, to have that emotional and physical connection anymore, the pain of the betrayal of him taking his affections elsewhere, the devastation that he stole something from you that you can never get back and you didn't deserve it. Tell him that you feel this way. That it wasn't your choice for him to look at pornography. You had no consent in that affair. That your heart is broken and there is a deep sadness and heaviness that won't lift. And there are moments when you just can't stand under the weight of it. Write it out and give your emotions a voice. Step four is own your needs. Now this is where after you've done that excruciating work, of taking the inventory of the impact, you've examined the damage, and now you gave your emotions a voice. Now, this is when you have the opportunity to stake your claim. You have seen and experienced the brokenness and the loss that his betrayal has brought, and now you can own what you need to begin to heal and replace what has been lost. So this is where you tell him that. This is where you actually tell him what you need. This is where you give it a voice. So an example of that would be, you know, I'm going to share this with you. I'm aware of my fear of sharing this with you and it makes me scared to put this out there, but I'm going to take that step of faith. 
You need to see my pain. You need to understand the hurt and the weight that I carry with me all the time, every day. And right now, I need you to see me. I need you to feel the pain I'm going through. I need you to show me that you are responsible for what you've done. I need you to take that responsibility for the pain that you've caused me, the responsibility to do what you need to do to heal and uncover why you even did this to me. I need you to do the hardcore recovery work so you can be the man that I married. You got lost somewhere. And I need you to remember what it feels like to be loved and adored, to be put first, because that's what I did with you. And I need you to start doing that once again. So beautiful, shout that out there. Write that down. Tell him what you need in this impact letter. And then step five is you finally get to be heard. When you craft your impact letter and you're putting all the pieces together into one coherent narrative, this is when your voice is loud and heard. This is the letter that you will either read in a therapeutic session with your therapist or trauma-informed coach and him. Y'all will be together and this is your opportunity to allow your wounds your pain to be honored, your needs to be met, and your voice to be heard. And regardless of what he chooses to do with the letter, I want you to be proud of yourself for coming this far. Now, you can choose to read that to him in that setting, or you can choose to give that letter to him, and he takes that letter to his therapist or his coach, and they help him process the impact. Because he needs to process it. He needs to process what he has inflicted upon you. Now, these are hard things to do. I get it. But once you have written that emotional impact letter and you have voiced that, it's like you are able to breathe. Now you've reached a point in your journey where you have bravely bared your heart to your husband. You've been able to tell him not only what the facts have done to him, but how it's impacted you and what you need from him moving forward. And now is his opportunity to either write a restitution letter, which will be another broadcast, whether he he can write a restitution letter and tell you what he's going to do to move forward with you, or he chooses to walk away. But beautiful, this is the opportunity you have to voice what you need to voice before the next step in your recovery. This is a part of your recovery and it's a crucial part. And I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you as you do this. Now, you may choose to write an impact letter for many reasons. Some of them might be that you want him to hear exactly how you've been impacted by his infidelity. And and you want to do this in a therapeutic session with your counselor or your trauma-informed coach. Okay, that might be one reason. Or it's because you struggle with persistent, unresolved anger. You're struggling with forgiveness because you don't feel as though your experience has been fully heard. You've not been attended to. He's not giving you empathy. He's not supporting you through your healing journey. In this case, you might use the preparation of an impact letter as a way to process and work through your anger and then share your experience and the related emotions with him. Or you may have some significant boundaries or have you need to make an important decision that you want to tell him, but only after you have an opportunity to tell him how his betrayal has impacted you. Now, let me give you a, an example here. Let's say 
that um, you have deep down inside made the decision to leave the relationship, but you don't want to tell him until after you share with him how his infidelity has impacted you. That can be another reason why you write an impact letter. I want you to know that while you're preparing this impact letter, it may sound, you know, to some people like that's going a bit too far. But beautiful, I want you to understand something. They don't understand that it's a part of your recovery. They don't understand that your voice has been taken away through the infidelity and you need to reestablish your voice once again. And this helps you to do that. This helps you to do that. I also want you to know that when you prepare the impact letter, it does kind of require you to revisit painful memories. It requires you to revisit D-Day, the events, right? And sometimes that can be difficult. And you may choose when you start this process to walk away from it. And that's okay. This is your journey. No one can do this for you. You get to decide whether or not writing an impact letter is right for you. I've worked with many women who've decided not to because it was too painful and they were able to recover. And I've worked with quite a number of women that chose to write an impact lever and they have gone on to recover. Neither way is wrong and neither way is right. They're both okay, whatever you decide. So I want to close shop today by telling you that your impact letter typically consists of the hurt the pain, and the detrimental consequences that he has caused because of betrayal. And this is expressed through a narrative and emotional context that you write out and either read or present to him to read at a later time. Are there risks to writing this letter? Well, there's a risk of you as the one who's been betrayed having some of those same feelings unearthed about the betrayal over and over again. And it's hard. You know, you, the betrayer, may feel ashamed, guilty, and even angry as he reads it. And both of you will most likely feel intense emotions as the letter is shared. That's the risk. Those are your risks. Regardless of whether or not you choose to write an impact letter, I strongly recommend that you work with a trauma-informed therapist or a trauma-informed coach to revisit the key incidents and the events that happened through the betrayal. In other words, get together with your trauma-informed therapist or coach, talk it through, get some, you know, brain dumping on the table, and then kind of share that with the one who's journeying with you to kind of give you perspective when you're writing it out. Sometimes it can get so jumbled and sometimes you just need a sounding board to help you along the way. So beautiful, I hope that helped you a little bit understanding what an impact letter is when it comes to betrayal, trauma, recovery. It's a great tool. This is for the betrayed spouse to write and it helps the one who is the betrayer understand the impact of their infidelity in the life of their spouse. I hope this helped you today. Share it with your spouse. This is a great one to help them understand why you are doing this. And by all means, if you have questions about today's show, please, by all means, 
my emails down below. You can email me. You can send me a message through the little link that says, ask me. You can record it and I can either answer you on one of the broadcasts or send you an email back. I would love to do that. And remember, if you are seeking a trauma-informed coach, I have a few spots available for October. Grab your free consult and let's see if it's right for you. Thanks for joining today and I can't wait to be back with you Friday. Be blessed. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.